Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey! This is the Rich Eisen Show. Yeah! Number 62. Case closed. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Is he able to grip the football now? No, not well enough to uh, play. I'm not saying Dak loses his game. I'm saying, what is the rush? Earlier on the show, from CBS's East New York, actor Jimmy Smith. Still to come. ESPN MLB insider Jeff Passan. Comedian and actor Mo Ammer. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air live from Los Angeles, California. We just said goodbye to Jimmy Smith and uh, pour one out for us because we miss him already and he's been only gone hey, ten minutes. What a seriously. delightful interview. What a delightful human. He didn't even want to talk about himself. And that's the point of being interviewed on these shows, right? Is to talk <laughs> kind, about yourself. Kind of why you come on these, right? Right. <laughs> Certainly when you're talking celebrity true or false and, you know, yeah, okay, so yeah, I was at uh, Gregory Peck's house and <laughs> once watched him do karaoke with I kind of get that, Quincy Rich. Jones and Sydney. Good job and, picking up on who Q was. I was like, oh, kind Q, of, you I was that? racking my oh, brain. Well, he, oh, said, he said Quincy, Quincy at the beginning. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, did I he know he's? Did oh, he, I, I, I th- th- no, he said just. I, was, Q. I thought he just. Said said Q. Oh, maybe no, it's just because no, I knew. Yeah. I just when you're talking about old Hollywood and you're saying Q and you're talking music. I think Del Tufo and I both just recently. Q too. Today's James Bond day, so I was thinking about Q from James Bond. Yes, very good. Is today James Bond day? That was trending. Is that because it's ten o? Is it because it's. One double oh seven today? Is that what Not it is? Yeah, today's the fifth. The fifth, yeah. Oh. Maybe Bond Day is Friday. <laughs> today the fifth? Today's the fifth, Rich. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Rich, I get Jimmy Smith. So sometimes you know you want to tell stories and then someone else is dropping people's names and you're kinda of like, eh, I don't necessarily want to say uh, what is, I don't know. Does that I mean I don't it. have a problem dropping names? You never. No, I, I mean, I've known I mean, you a long time now. You've never. I mean, Ashton's name problem. has been on the floor over there so many times. I can't oh, even. You can't really? even pick it up. But, but the fact say. is, you're throwing it. I I'm not dropping it. You know? <laughs> there's, there's a difference. You I don't drop it. <laughs> That's exactly it. Guilty as charged, sir. Guilty as charged. That's exactly it. TJ Guilty as charged. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> man. All right, let's get to it. Because uh, this guy was in the building last night when Aaron Judge went yard for his 62nd time this year. And the ball landed. Ended up in the hands of a vice president of a hedge fund. Is that uh, is that the most 21st century story you've ever heard or what? On the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, one of our favorites, the MLB insider of insiders of the worldwide leader in sports, none other than Jeff Passan back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Jeff? Not as good as that guy. 
Right. <laughs> right. I mean, is that is that the most 21st century story that the uh, the baseball winds up in the hands of a vice president of a hedge fund sitting out there in, uh, in, uh, in left field? I mean, it's wild. I was out there last night mm-hmm. trying to find him, trying to find the ball. You know, he went to security. I was standing outside a door and uh, it turns out it was in front of a completely empty room. I was standing there for like 45 minutes. It was pretty <laughs> pathetic. Um, and, and then when I, when I realized that nobody was in the room, I went over to the area and, uh, the security guy was being a hardo because what are ballpark security guys, if not complete hardos and, uh, wasn't letting me go down to the front row where it was caught. So I was just waiting up in the concourse, like creepishly looking down to see if anybody in the first couple rows was going to come up uh, to grab a beer or something. And I see this father and his sons walking up. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to know, like, was it a clean catch? Did you see it? And the guy says to me, um, yeah, it was clean. And I thought I had it. And sometimes the sometimes the journalism gods smile on you, Rich. Mm. And uh, it was the guy who was right next to the guy who bought it. This guy was a left-hander, so he's coming in from the left side oh. on his right hand. Oh. The other guy who caught it is a right-hander, and he's coming in from the right side with the glove on his left hand. And their gloves, if you if you go and Zapruder the video, their gloves met. And this guy I was talking with said he was he, – he thought – like he played outfield in college, so he knows what it feels like to catch a baseball. And he felt like he had something in his glove – and then he looked into it, and there was nothing there. And it crushed him because the other guy was wearing a Rangers hat. He was an enormous Yankees fan. And mm. he had talked to the 13-year-old son, uh, if if we catch the ball, like we know we're in these seats, we know we're in the right vicinity, if we catch the ball, what are we going to do? And his son had gone back and forth on it. He was giving up the, the idea, you know, he was giving up the decision to his son, to a 13-year-old, and the kid said, uh, if we can get into the clubhouse and get to meet Aaron Judge, we will give him the ball back. And Aaron Judge was that close to getting his 60-second uh, home run ball. And instead, it's probably going to end up at an auction now. Well, I mean, Judge said after the game, hey, it's uh, the fan souvenir. You know, uh, I'd love to have it. But, you know, the, the it is a souvenir for a fan, and that's I'm, it. You, you know, I'm I'm sort of of two minds on this. Um, I, I understand how capitalism works. And if you find a million dollar lottery ticket on the ground, um, then that is fortune smiling on you. And anytime anybody comes into possession of something that's worth a lot, good for him or her. Um, uh, on the other hand, I was talking with someone with the Yankees last night and he's like, you know, this ball represents all of the hard work and achievement that Aaron Judge uh, has had in 2022, and it would just be really nice for him to have it. And thankfully, Aaron Judge is going to be signing a $300 million contract this offseason, so I guess he can buy it if he wants. Well, how about this, uh, Jeff? I don't know. I mean, you're, you are one of the things that makes you so unique is you're part historian and part uh, reporter. So has anybody ever exchanged a, an historic home run ball for the right to manage the player's portfolio? How about that, right? So. <laughs> 
You know what? That's actually How about that would that? be a really good trade, Rich. What I about like that? that idea. What about that? I mean, Judge call. is about to hit it, and part of the reason why he's about to hit it is everything and all the toiling of the 62 home run season. Uh, that's it. So Judge gives him his uh, just one retirement account. Just one. That's that, it. That, Not all of that them. Being, that being mm-hmm. said, is it ever a good idea <laughs> to start off a financial uh, arrangement with somebody <laughs> Um, you're, you're asking when, somebody who lives in Los Angeles. Half the people I know have a marriage like that. What are you talking about, <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> Come on. Good Lord. I, I'm, that's that you just described half of the town we're living in. Uh, you know, all right. Uh, me, it's, uh, it's me and my Midwestern. <laughs> what are you? You're such an idealist. Uh, so let's get to the, the, the moment itself, because to me, it was just, um, it was awesome, but I'm a Yankee fan, um, and and uh, so it was me and my kids jumping around in a, in a living room. That that was it for me. It was it yeah. was awesome, you know. And uh, I, I'm wondering, you know, what you make of um, the whole to do over a 60 second home run. I kind of saw your Twitter feed. We'll get to that in a second. But what 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 did what, what does this home run mean to you? Jeff. To me, it was a capper on one of the great all-time offensive seasons. We can get into uh, where this stands in history, but I think there are different perspectives with which we can look at history. And for me, history is this very unique sliver of time that we're in right now where the average fastball is 94 miles an hour and you regularly see 100 breaking balls uh, that have been developed in pitching labs are moving with with speed uh, and spin like we've never seen before. Um, the, you know, the offensive environment in baseball is down a quarter run a game this year. And Aaron Judge literally and figuratively towers over the rest of baseball. Um, he he is so good right now. He has been so locked in this season. And just for just from the perspective of we like comparing history and baseball more than any other sport, and this number 61, regardless of Barry Bonds, uh, being the all-time uh, undisputed home run king, both single season uh, as well as for a career. Um, I I don't think Barry Bonds' presence diminishes what 62 means. I think 62 can be a special number, and Barry Bonds can be a record holder, and that two things can exist at once. Well, the way I started the show, Jeff, um, and I'll I'll just tell it to you here, since you know you're you are uh, there in the state of Texas doing your own thing, um, is when uh, any announcer is saying American League record to me, you could just insert the word clean. That's the difference. That's no, what. Yes, no, that's no, what I believe. No, that's what no, I believe, Rich, Jeff. No. Absolutely, Rich. Do you like? That's the, what I the believe. Problem the the problem with trying to bifurcate this record is yes. that. It opens up a Pandora's box that you just don't want to open. You just don't want to because what is history if not filled with ugliness? Ugliness with which we have to reckon, yes, but ugliness nevertheless. The idea that there are, there are two like different types of sport, if you're going to do this, Rich, mm-hmm. then let's talk about 
the clean championships for the New York Yankees, right? This is, this is the Pandora's box you're opening now by saying that it's the clean record. In 2009, the New York Yankees had four uh, either penalized or accused uh, performance-enhancing drug users on their championship roster. In 2000, it was 10. In 1999, it was 6. In 1998, it was 3. In 1996, it was 2. Does that mean that the last clean New York Yankees championship was 1978? And do we have to partition these things off? No, because that's a team. Because that's a team record, Jeff. You can't have one without the other. The implication is that there are clean sporting events, clean players, clean whatever you want to have it, and there are dirty. And and that this is a very black and white line that you're drawing in a subject that is imbued with gray. We just can't separate these things and be intellectually honest about it. And that's, that's my problem with what Roger Maris Jr. said about the clean record. Like, let's acknowledge that Barry Bonds used performance-enhancing drugs that helped him. I, I'm totally on board with saying that. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it colors the record that he set, right? Yes, yes. But it doesn't. But it doesn't invalidate it. It doesn't erase it. You can't do that. History, history has all sorts of nasty, awful things that happen in it. Babe Ruth hit 60 home runs, a record at the time, without black players in the league. Like you want to talk about, like history that is sorted and screwed up. It's the fact that we, as America, were so broken as a country back in the 1920s back in 1927, that we couldn't accept people into this league because of their skin color. And, and if you want to talk about performance-enhancing drugs, Rich, hmm? uh, Babe Ruth's performance-enhancing drugs was uh, <laughs> fastballs that came in at 85 miles an hour. No, and I, 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 I hear you. I get it. I understand it. I'm just also telling you there is a large section of the baseball-loving nation uh, yes. Of which we're both uh, part that that one thousand percent in terms of an individual achievement, a single yep. player doing one single thing, hitting home yep. runs over a wall in a single season. One guy had a trapezoidal head when he came into the league. He did not. And another guy has looked exactly the way he's looked since he came into the league. And that guy just hit 62 home runs. And when somebody's saying it's a new American League record, yes, that is true. There is a National League record that is the all-time record. But that's also, you can insert the word clean. That that is, that is the communication can, can that has you, been can happening. You though, can you, though? And, and, and I ask this oh, well, we, back uh, in... Sure, go ahead. I, I, I asked this looking back at 1998 when Patricia Maris, Roger Maris's widow, mm-hmm. was on the road with Mark McGuire yes. and celebrating everything he was doing and getting caught up. And this is not to imply, I, I believe Aaron Judge is clean. I believe that Aaron Judge does not use performance-enhancing drugs. But the, the definitiveness with which people say stuff like this, I also believe that Fernando Tatis Jr. would never ever use performance-enhancing drugs. And, well, uh, he's out right now because of them. And so... I think it's a hubristic thing to sit there and say that 
this is clean when we, we know don't nothing know. about it. I know. And, and, and I hear the, you. And when, by the way, the different gradients of clean uh, are, are come down as, as much to what the FDA does and does not approve as anything. And I'm sorry, but I don't want the Federal Drug Administration <laughs> to be the arbiter of my sporting records. I well, just don't want that. I, I, I sit here and I look at what Barry Bonds did, and I wish that he hadn't, because I believe that with all of his, his tools and all of his skills, he could have beaten 62 without, or 61 without using PEDs. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's also problematic when we start throwing out this idea of clean, because it, it's ahistorical. Um, the, what the record book says is that Barry Bonds is the all-time single-season home run record with 73. What reality tells us, Rich, is that 73 balls flew over the fence off of Barry Bonds' bat in 2001. And, and to do anything other than say that is, is essentially an assault on the record itself, and I just don't think that the, the record should be subject to that. Jeff Passan here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, before I let you go, everything is set, right? Everything's set. We're all ready to roll, correct? Sure are. Um, and um, the the playoff ESPN, matchups. Are... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four games a day potentially. It's going to be awesome. How about that? And it's amazing that the Mets win a f- 100 games for just the fourth time in their history, and much of their fan base thinks it's t- it, they collapsed, you know? It's yeah. It's kind of crazy. They co- they, well, I'll tell you, they collapsed over the weekend. Like, you, you, Mike Vaccaro, my, my good friend in the New York Post, put it well when he said, um, it's possible for the Mets not to have collapsed, but to have choked. And uh, they, you know, over the weekend, you, you go out there with DeGrom, Scherzer and Bassett, your three starters for a playoff series, and you can't win a single game. Um, that is the power of the Atlanta Braves, and why I'm picking them to be back-to-back champions. Because uh, the the Mets didn't um, didn't collapse; the Braves just surpassed them. Okay, all right. Uh, who comes out of the American League? Is it Houston? In your estimation, it is Houston. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the difference between Houston and all the other teams in the American League far exceeds that uh, between Atlanta and Los Angeles and New York. Uh, the you know the the best teams in baseball this year in the National League. I don't know, Jeff. I mean, if the Astros were ready, then Verlander would have struck out nine in a row. He stopped at eight, and that causes concern for me. Jeff, what a bum. I'm seriously, did you not really want to try to strike out nine in a row? Oh, my God. I mean, (laughs) and Altuve and Bregman keep it. Honestly, Verlander's a ridiculous story. He's 39 years old, coming off Tommy John surgery, and he's going to win the Cy Young. Unreal. Okay. And then last one uh, for for me, if you don't mind. Judge and Otani, what is there? I know Otani's already signed a $30 million one-year deal, um, which is wild to avoid arbitration. I've never heard anything like that. Um, yep. Judge, and, 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 and <laughs> so what, what, what is the off-season conversation going to be? Because, you, you know, you'll, you'll hear all sorts of stuff about Otani's on the market still and 
what's yeah. going on with the Angels, and obviously Judge is a free agent. What, 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 you know, T, leave that for me, if you don't mind. I mean, uh, I would say those are the two dominant storylines of the offseason. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget Jacob DeGrom is going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Trey Turner is going to be a free agent. And Carlos Correa and Dansby Swanson. And, I mean, it's going to okay. be a crazy winter. But, um, uh, you know, I... I, I never discount the possibility that one owner completely blows up free agency and says, I want Aaron Judge on my team, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get him here. I have a tough time seeing Judge being anywhere but in pinstripes. You can't let him go if you're the Yankees. He's, he's, the, he's the heart of the team. And um, so I think he will be there. Otani, boy, uh, if you're an Angels team that – uh, has struggled for relevance since 2015 that still has not gotten Mike Trout a single playoff win. Um, and you have the opportunity to on the fly rebuild your franchise by trading Shohei Otani, who has one year of club control before he hits free agency. Uh, you have to really explore that in earnest. At the same time, uh, you'd be the team that traded the most talented <laughs> player in the history of the game. And, that's the sort of legacy no one wants. Great way to sum it up, as always. Jeff, uh, truly appreciate it. Look for more of my calls and texts in the middle of the night um, throughout the postseason to have you back on here. Love our chats. Thanks for the time, brother. I look forward to not responding to them, Rich. Fantastic. At Jeff Passan. At least we're honest. At least we're straight up with one another right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And as I told Matthew Stafford last week, um, the most L.A. thing you, you hear from people is let's hang out, and they don't mean it. So I appreciate the honesty. Absolutely. Straight up honesty. <laughs> like you said, he's a Midwest guy. So. He's a Midwest guy. Yeah, he kept it very real. Yeah, he's just like, can you imagine a relationship starts based on something financial? Okay. <laughs> yes, I can. What? What? <laughs> really? What? What's my area code? 310? What? What's your uh, zip code? 902? No, no, no. Maybe no, not yours in particular. That's I'm just not saying. my zip code, sir. Da, da, dee. That's not my zip code. Um, Jimmy Smith's here in studio. Um, that was great. And coming up, Mo Ammer in studio. Hour number three Let's right go. here on the program. When we come back, oh. my highly anticipated, oh, oh, baby. oft yeah. criticized. Very much so. Oh, oh, oh. With a drop. By YouTube people. We do have it. With a drop. With a drop. Not just YouTube people in studio. Yeah. We yeah. want it. Mostly in studio. Yeah. We want to see it, Rich. Power rankings. I got the power. Power rankings. Like snap, I got the power. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together. And they do it with a smile, so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee. And right now, you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals 
on a wide range of power torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. My grandpa had 11 kids, about 29 grandkids. Everyone will tell you I was his favorite. So this Twitter question of, like, ranking Michigan Yankees Jets, you've got to be kidding me. Why? It's fun. Because they're all different. It's all different. We're a list show now, Rich. We're officially a list show. I understand that, and I'm about to give my power rankings. You just made the list! No, 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 no. They all are different, okay? Like... Yankees is first love, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, well, Jets. No, 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 no. Yankees oh. is first love, and I, I've I've loved that team longer than yeah, any that, okay. other team in my entire life. The Jets came along a little bit later than that, and is is part of my portfolio of the you know unrequited love that has been unfulfilled for five decades. Like again, I I texted um, Eric Stone Street the other night. When Patrick Mahomes, who was dynamite on this program yeah, was yesterday, awesome. yes. and I, I, I tried to use a part of our question time with him. I'll just put us in the shoes of what is it like to come up with that play where you're pirouetting, you're houdiniing, and then you see somebody in the end zone and you decide, I'll just flip it with my right hand like I'm taking a free throw. And he gives it that, that whole, you know, he, he, he did his best to tell us what instinctively he's thinking as well as outside of the realm of instinctiveness. Try to explain something that can't be explained. It, it pretty much. I tried, I tried to have him do it, but the reason why I bring that up is I texted Stone Street after that play, and I'm like, what, it must, what does it feel like to have that guy play for your team? Like you're, I, 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 can't, <laughs> I cannot imagine the joy a Chiefs fan must have after 50 years of waiting for him. He's now there. He's now arrived. He is officially as good as advertised and too good to be true. I'm like, I'm waiting for that to happen to the Jets. Can that possibly be Zach Wilson? You're like, can it, I'm, I'm waiting for those moments to come. And so that's that part of my fandom. You know, the Yankees gave me a, a ton of championships early, and I'm 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 kind of waiting for some more right now. And then Michigan is middle of my life. Never thought I could ever root for a team like that after, certainly not in the New York area. And it's my collegiate team. So they, they fill different buckets, different passion buckets, to use the, the Dan Patrick show phrase. You know? So which one is it? I'm not, yeah. I'm not going there. It's just yeah. from his answer, question. I'm going to say it sounds like the Yankees. Your first love is something that you never get I got to right? think that so. I would, if I would bet, I bet it's Yankees, Rich. No, you say that, and did you not sit here when Michigan beat Ohio State in the immense joy? I mean, the Yankees, as as great as they are and as much as they mean to me, I have not shown up in 
an auditorium filled with Bostonians and just spoke with my chest like I did in Ohio and been so True. damn proud of myself. But that's I mean, Michigan. Again, it's different. It's different. No, no, no. It's different. It's a little recency bias there. It's di- but it's also different passions, different. You know, it's all different. The right. same way it's different being a, a no. boy dad and a girl dad. It's just different. It's still the same immense amount of love. It's still the same level of love. And I'm not going to choose. How dare you? <laughs> more importantly, guys, uh, Jonathan Taylor has been ruled out tomorrow. How is that more important than this combo we're having? About? Does that mean we should hop on top of the trade that Michael Absolutely Fabiano not. offered us? This here's trade is here's so the Jonathan ludicrous. Taylor handcuff, Naheem Hines and Derek Carr, and you we will flip you. You flip us back. Hey, Joe guys, Burrow. here's Naheem Hines, but I want Joe Burrow back. Like, OK. No, but he's also giving us Derek Carr, who's got nothing but upside, one would think, after a dreadful now, first four he, games. He's trying to tug at your I love the Raiders okay. string. Yeah, well, that's we're, not going to work. We're not doing it. But Jonathan Taylor is out for tomorrow out. night, huh? tomorrow night. Out. Mm. Yeah. Just announced. Wow. Also, Rich, you said the that, Chiefs have waited 50 years. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, look, they did have Len Dawson. They did have Joe Montana. Well, Glenn, they had a few guys. Len Dawson was the Chiefs' Joe Namath. Okay. Yeah. The guy who won the Super Bowl right when the Super Bowl was created. And then you waited. And yes, I had Mark Sanchez. And you could say, well, they had Joe Montana. I had Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez did what Montana did, which was take my team to the AFC Championship. Actually, Sanchez took the Jets to more AFC Championship games than Montana took the Chiefs. Uh-huh. But we're still never going to correlate well, the two. Well, So I'm just, yeah, the Chiefs and the Jets are, were quite similar before Mahomes came along. Yeah, man. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, what, no, no, what? I mean, what did the Chiefs do for 50 years? What did the Chiefs do the before Chiefs Mahomes came along? The Chiefs had way better players before... But and then the Jets. How many? How many playoff fame players? With all due well, respect, how many playoff argument, games though. did Tony Gonzalez win in Kansas City? Right, I Dick Vermeil was there after he won a Super Bowl. But how many champ? How many champions? How many? How many long playoff runs did they go on? The Jets had more long playoff runs than the Chiefs in many years. Take a look at it. I'm going to. Yeah. Also, Chris, I the guess Jets the fact that you say the Chiefs had better players. The Jets is... had way more playoff wins than the Kansas City Chiefs for a long time. A long time. So, but we're similar. We were similar, and then Mahomes comes along, and it all changes. All of it. Yeah, that's true. The Chiefs had a 15-year drought, but from 86 to 97, they made the playoffs eight times. How many playoff wins did they have? Again, how many playoff wins did they have? The Jets had way more than that. The Jets had more than that with me on the set of NFL Network. The Jets came into San Diego and beat Drew Brees one year in the playoffs. I remember that because they had a camera on me when it looked like the Jets were about to blow it with some stupid-ass roughing the passer <laughs> penalty, and they were, like, taking a shot of me to watch me go berserk on the set. But Marty Schottenheimer era was way more successful than any Jets era ever. How many playoff wins did they have? Uh, dude, I mean... I'm talking about enjoyment of the team and how long and and how how far did you go so 13 win seasons aren't enjoyable they were oh regular season yeah but in terms of how far like playoff victory droughts afc championship game droughts you know the jets got closer more often than the chiefs facts facts come on man these are facts, We're gonna and that you forget it because the Jets are the Jets, and the, the playoff, you know. And at some point, 
the football gods decided to say, Kansas City, you are diehard fans. Kansas City, you love your team. Kansas City, you have come up short so many times despite having so many great future Hall of Fame players and now coaches with Vermeil, right? And Schottenheimer might get in one day too. Maybe. We have decided to end the misery and you will now have Patrick Mahomes for 15, 20 years and change the entire trajectory. You've, you've already forgotten the 50 years of the Kansas City Chiefs thanks to his first five years in the league. Six. You know who this conversation is really hurting? Who? Bears fans. Why is that? Because they should have had Patrick Mahomes for the next 15 <laughs> to 20 years, and they didn't take him. Hey, man. Well, I so remember I'm saying, if I'm a Bears fan, I'm sitting I remember sitting. I remember sitting in the draft that night, and the Eagle and the Chiefs traded up, and we're like, it's it's Deshaun Watson. We were sitting there on the set. I looked right at, at um, Mayock, mm-hmm. sitting in Philadelphia. Yeah, we all thought that. We're like, yep, yeah. oh, it's Deshaun Watson. Andy Reid's going to get Deshaun Watson. Yep. Perfect for him. Yeah. Perfect for his system. And he goes and gets Mahomes. We're like, what? You traded up for Mahomes? The guy with the Favre comp? The guy with the, the rocket arm? That guy? Good choice. Uh, yeah. Worked out. But like I said, if I'm a Bears yeah, fan, Andy, I miss both of those guys. Andy, like, did you uh, see that, that, that stat that Reid is now three quarterbacks who have won, he's won 50 games with? Alex Smith being the other one? Wow. Mahomes is putting Reid in the Hall of Fame. Mahomes is putting himself in the Hall of Fame. Mahomes is putting Kelsey in the Hall of Fame. And obviously, they're all terrific in their own rights, and they could have gotten in themselves as well. But if... Helping if Reed stuck with there. Alex Smith, is he, on, is he on the Hall of Fame? Maybe. Maybe. Is Kelsey going to the Hall of Fame? Maybe. First, first ballot. Are they, all, are, are they all now first ballot Hall of Famers? Absolutely. Uh, Mahomes, not yet. Oh, please. No, no. Um, I, I so just Mahomes never plays again. Uh, I guess that's the old phrase here. Yeah. I guess that's the old saw. I guess. I don't know. Let's Some guys have gotten in the Hall of Fame for just six years, too. Terrell Davis, Gale Sayers. Uh, quarterback difference. Hey, man. man. Mahomes is a different, different cat. Well, Kurt only really had about four good years. Mahomes is a different cat. You know? So. No, mm-hmm. That boy, good. boy, that boy, that that Twitter that thing good. got me off and running here. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. it got me off on a jag about you know talking about how they, they these three teams all have you know fill different types of fandom. Mm-hmm. You know because I, I'm I'm waiting for that Mahomes moment for the Jets. I've had the moments for the Yankees, and I'm waiting for it to happen again. And Judge going on that run has been a great nostalgia trip for me. And Michigan last year, man, that was great. And Michigan looks loaded for bear again this year. And I cannot wait for November. And I can, I am going to keep writing these checks. Everybody keeps thinking it was just a one-off last year. And I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it this year. And I'd love to get there undefeated. It would be great. I know you stand in my way in two weeks, sir, with Penn State. But enjoy watching it on the on the big Fox game because that's what Fox does. Fox just wants Michigan because we're all there. Now it'll be four straight weeks by that point. Oh yeah, because everybody everybody wants to see Michigan Indiana this week, right? The whole country they're giving the people what they want. Everybody, right? Clearly, because Fox chooses that game. 
to send Clatt and, and uh, Gus, Gus and, and Gus and Clatt are there. Well, Urban can't get enough well, hanging around game. Michigan. As huh? Albert pointed out, Ohio State often plays on ABC, so Big Fox is getting the second game. Oh, is that right? I would think so. All right. Uh, okay. Whoa. I don't know about that. By the way, Rich, to clarify something we said earlier in the week, I Penn, don't know about that. Penn look State it up. actually Go ahead has, look it up. I haven't seen them on ABC yeah. uh, very much. Penn State actually has the largest uh, alumni network. Okay. That'll be great. <laughs> Before be you great. said it was Michigan. Could, at least, at least, at least, my me going on with my start bench. You're, you're, I have a start bench cut with my teams. You've got a start, a bench, a cut. See, and two other leagues. You you've got a G league. You got. Why are you, got, why are you in your feelings now? Right suddenly, now, now why, are you, why are you like in your feelings now? Suddenly, Smiley. now you're suddenly, like, you're taking this real personally. I didn't ask the question. Now suddenly, we're gonna have you to know, add but, a pennant of Metropolitan oh, '92. Now because TJ likes to your team. Bro, T-Y. man, easy, dog. Ohio serious? State's on ABC this weekend. <laughs> oh, really? Who <laughs> yeah, are they playing? Who are they playing? Michigan State. Oh, that's a, that's a very good game. That'll be great. <laughs> That'll be great. <laughs> I did Michigan State this. Oh, Me, Michigan State is going to lose. Oh, they're going to. Oh, they're going to. What? What is that line where Mo, where where Mo Green does not have a plaque uh, or a sign post? Oh. It, does it start with a two? It's got to start it with a does. two. By the way, I have a question about. It's got to start with a two, and there's got to be another digit after it. Twenty-seven. I was about to say it's got to be larger than four, the other digit after it. I mean, your spread is not as big. Well, it's because it's Michigan, and Michigan in, in, in recent history has had issues. You know, what's the word for it covering? Your spread's 22. I mean, got it. Real oof. quick, what, what part of the Godfather does the, that Mo Green part? Because I've watched. I've been it's watching Godfather the, Part two. 2. And I'm saying, like, where, where, Mo where, Gre- where Michael so, goes and he asks who ordered the hit on Frank Pantangeli. Uh huh. To Mo Green and Mo Green tells him this, you know, uh, basically implying that Mo did that. That uh, no, uh, no, he asked it. He asked it of Hyman Roth. Yes, yeah. yes, Hyman Roth in Miami. Who ordered the hit on Frank okay. Pantangeli? And and Hyman picks up on the the uh, implication that it was him who ordered the hit. By the way, spoiler alert. True. <laughs> and and Hyman Roth flips it and says, um, you know, I ran guns and. And uh, alcohol with your father, you know, and somebody, uh, you know, along with Mo Green. And he created a place called Las Vegas where there's no plaque or a signpost with his name. And he died. He was impetuous. This is the business we've chosen. And that's how soliloquy ends where he tells him, you know, you don't ask who gave the order. That part. Because this is the business we've chosen. (laughs) All right. Now we're up to speed. I like it. Here ended the lesson. Picasso. Um, No Jonathan Taylor tomorrow. And no Jonathan Taylor tomorrow. Yeah. And if we can, for the TJ um, uh, graphic that we have of the pennants of all of his teams behind him, if we can now add the pennant of G League Ignite, that would be great as well. <laughs> we'll talk about that coming yeah. up in hour number three. You can add me to that, too. <laughs> we, need, we need the pennant of G League Ignite and Metropolitan 92. I mean, it so all that makes French sense. league nobody's ever heard of. Until this Great. freak showed up last in, night in, in Las Vegas. Seven feet, five inches and tall. Not, and I'm not talking about somebody in the Blue Man group. Victor, I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last okay. name. Victor Waka Waka Waka. No, we're going to yeah. talk about that in hour three. When we come back, my power rankings. Hey. Hey. I will not be paid. <laughs> and turn another, another segment more. <laughs> What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers. 
offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Keep on the Rich Eisen yeah. Show. When you open a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, you're opening up more than just doors. You are unlocking the potential to do your own thing, be your own boss, steer your own success, and blaze your own trail. You're unlocking potential, is what I'm saying. Each and every Sprinter van is built, designed, and equipped to let you hit that open road, take on any goal you set to help follow your own passions, reawaken that spirit of adventure. Check all those big, bold, fun, and exciting experiences right off your bucket list because when you own a mercedes-benz sprinter van it lets you live work and play out your dreams no matter how far off the beaten path they're going to take you 16 body types your choice of a gas or diesel engine and thousands of ways to customize that's how you know a sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them so now's the time to discover what it is that moves you most don't wait unlock your potential inside a mercedes-benz sprinter it's a wednesday it's the NFL season, so it's time for my power rankings. Wait. Wait. I do not like the slander of my power rankings from within this house. So what's that? Is that it? No, it is not it. I've got more to come. <laughs> I have not liked the slander because you do your power rankings the way you want them, and I do them the way that I want them to the point where I have a new drop oh. that will be associated with my power rankings forevermore that I believe <laughs> exhibits my passion and zeal for telling you guys to back off. I'm just saying it sucks, don't it? It's time for my power rankings with my new drop. This is my power rankings. There are many like it, but this one is my power rankings. <laughs> yep. What? <laughs> yep. Perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect for his combining yes. He-Man and Private Pile. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Perfect. Cool. All right. Are you ready, Brockman? Here we go. This is great. Yeah. Number ten on my power oh, rankings. Entering week number well, five. Las Vegas Raiders. Type of holes in this <laughs> number ten. Down three spots. I'm now even oh. going to tell you. Oh, oh you're doing oh. that? Oh. Down what three spots. Yeah, down wow. three spots. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are number ten on this list. Oh. I cannot kick TB12 off the top ten despite their 500 record and the way that they have looked over the last two games offensively. I am concerned about the way that the defense looked against the Kansas City Chiefs, but maybe by the end of the season we're going to find out that's the way more defenses look against the Chiefs than not. That's why the Bucs are number 10. Number 9 on my list stays right where they had them. And you were like, why are you going to have them there? Why would you have them there? Why would you have them on this list, Rich, when they're 1-2? and Well, they're now 2-2. and They've dug out of that 0-2 hole. The Cincinnati Bengals are still number nine on my list. No change. That's what the NC stands for. No change. Why didn't they move up? Because there are some other teams that I think are still better than them. <laughs> okay. Just because you win doesn't mean you have to move up. Kind of. That's the no. point. Yeah. Just because the work. team is lost and they're above a team that's just won doesn't mean that they're should how, be below them. Is that how AP rankings Excuse work? me. <laughs> this is my power rankings. There are many like them, but this one is mine. You can have it. <laughs> 
I'm excited for you. Number eight <laughs> on this list are the Los Angeles Rams down three spots. Ooh, that's a big drop. I'm not giving up on this team. Nah, you shouldn't. I am not giving up on this team. This team is way too talented at way too many spots. And for some reason, they are off on offense. I don't know if Stafford's arm is still bothering him. I don't know what's going on with Allen Robinson. I, I don't block. understand. That's the problem, too. Yeah, I, I, I still believe Les Snead and this team, they're going to get it right on the roster, and they're going to get it right coaching. I am not ready to abandon them. They're still one of the top ten teams in this league that you don't want to see on your schedule this Sunday. True. And number seven, new to the list. Oh, hey. Oh, a debut? Oh, a debut. Seven. About time. I know where this is going. A debut at number you seven. You just made the list. How about them Cowboys? Hey. How about them Cowboys? I see how you did that. Playing this Sunday. I see it. This Sunday, and they're above the Rams going into this game. I think they should win this game the way that the Rams are playing right now. And the Cowboys have got the quarterback that's not making a mistake. And CeeDee Lamb is starting to score touchdowns. And Cooper Rush is feeling more comfortable. And they're actually using Tony Pollard in the way that I think they should be using him. And I like the way that they're play calling. And I like that defense. Oh, my gosh, do I like that defense. So the Cowboys are number seven on my power rankings. Thanks, Rich. Number six, up one spot. Up one spot are the Green Bay Packers. They're still not top five yet, but I'm taking a look at this team, and I see the makings of what this offense can look like with these fast young kids that are going to be brought up to speed. And they, once they are up to figurative speed and with their literal speed, Look out. I see the Packers in the second half of this season with an offense that is going to be really good. Right now, they're going through some growing pains, and not bad to have growing pains at 3-1. and one. I'll tell you that. Won three in a row since losing their opener to the Vikings, and I like the Packers at number one. Top five. Up five spots on my list. One, two, three, four, five. San Francisco 49ers are now a top five team in the NFL. They showed this week that they've got the Super Bowl stuff if they can put it all together and Garoppolo doesn't turn it over and the defense is doing what they're doing. And this kid, Hufunga, giving them a, a presence on the back end like that with Fred Warner and that defensive line with Nick Bosa in front. OMG. And Kittle hasn't even started yet. But Debo's doing his thing, and Ayuk is, you know, grabbing Jalen Ramsey's helmet, and Mike McGlinchey is trolling Jalen Ramsey point. Now Debo Samuel just running 55 yards through him. They got that attitude, and they just did that to the Rams without Trent Williams. We're talking about how the Rams' offensive line is banged up. Arguably the best left tackle in the game is out, and the 49ers look like that against the Rams. They're number five on my list. Down two spots. Number four on the list, the Miami Dolphins. Down two spots. They're still the top five team. I thought what they did in Cincinnati against the number nine team on my list. Damn near pulled it off. I think Teddy H2O is going to be just fine while Tua is out. And uh, I'm concerned about the Jets this week. Um, Maybe they pull it off against the Dolphins. Don't know. But to me, they're still a top five team as long as Tyreek and Waddle and Mike McDaniel are all cooking with some form of gas and that defense doing what they're doing. Number three on the list, up one spot, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm still not ready to make them the number one team on my on my list. I'm Come still on. not ready to do it. On, not ready to do it. You know? Still not ready to do it. And then number two on my list, up one spot, are the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. They're number two on my list, and I still am keeping the Buffalo Bills. I am not ready to take them off number one on my power rankings just yet, and I'm going to give you a little bit of something to front load what you're about to hear soon. Okay? The Philadelphia Eagles are so damn good. 
they're so damn good, and people didn't expect them to be so damn good. How good are they? They're about to enter the realm of the, yeah, but who have they played part of their year? Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're about to enter the, yeah, but who have they played part of their year? And I'm about to use a little bit of that by pointing out the Bills are 3-1. and They came and watched a banner raise and own the night in Los Angeles. They went home and told the Tennessee Titans, you're not only losing here, you're going to be licking your wounds and going home and wondering, you know, what hit you. And the Titans have, to their credit, won two in a row after that. They were out so many name players in Miami. It was 100 degrees at de facto playoff game, and they almost won that. If they only had 10 extra seconds, they would have. And they go into Baltimore and take the Ravens' best hit and come out with a win there. They played three of their first four on the road, and they're 3-1. and one. They still have 90% of their home schedule coming, and they're 3-1. and one. I'm not ready to take the Bills out of that top spot just because the Eagles are undefeated. They're terrific, and they may have the player that wins the MVP instead of Josh Allen if they keep doing what they're doing. But I'm still keeping the Bills top my power rankings. Eagles 2, Chiefs 3, Dolphins 4, Niners 5. There you go. Good list. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Good list. I register. How about this? Good list, Rich. Thank you very much, because the Cowboys are finally on it. Well, that's what I was waiting for. Very good. 844204 Rich is the number to dial when we come back on this program. Uh, uh, A name I've never mentioned. Victor Wembanyana. Yes. <laughs> Holy French Batman. <laughs> he, he's, he's next. All right. How many wins does Jalen Hurts have to get to win MVP? 13. That, that low, huh? 13 and 4 is no slouch. They have a really easy schedule. I, I, I honestly don't know. They're coming. Wh- wh- um, who do they lose to? I'm telling you. Well, Arizona's not uh, a, any slouch either. They're not They're not that good. Do you see Kyler Murray's on pace to throw over 700 passes this year? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. And yeah, so There's something going on between him and Cliff. I don't think there's anything going on between him and Cliff. And if there is, they better get through it because both of them are signed very long term there. And Cliff needs to get through it because Kyler's not the one that's going to be sent away. Obviously, the Eagles have to play, you know, at Dallas, but you know they're home for Green Bay and they're home for Tennessee. Those are kind of their only tough games. Philadelphia's at Arizona, and then they got the Sunday nighter at home for Dallas before there's a bye. Home for Pittsburgh at Houston Monday night against the Commanders at Indianapolis. Who knows what they'll look like at that point in time? There's a Sunday nighter against Green Bay of Thanksgiving weekend. Then they're home for Tennessee at the Giants at Chicago at Dallas. New Orleans and the Giants at home. I'm telling you, at some point, the concept about the Eagles will be the yeah, but who have they really played? That's coming. But if Hurts is still and putting I just up crazy a little numbers, bit of it just I mean, for you right there. I, I think 13 wins. Yeah, 13, 14, 15 13 wins. 13 like wins. And Jalen Hurts, but like I told you a couple weeks ago, what was it? Uh, uh, there's a new emerging rock star in this league, and it's Jalen Hurts. Yeah. That was, that was just week two. Isn't the point to win the games, uh, though, I'm, just, I'm telling you, I have the power, guys. I have the power. <laughs> I'm going to call you Snap. 